This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Get $750 cash towards the lease of our 2024 NX350 all-wheel drive. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease cash offer and pricing details. Restrictions apply. Not all customers will qualify. Offer available in the Lexus Eastern area and April 1st, 2024. Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome inside the Locked On Senators podcast. I'm Ross Levitan in the heart of enemy territory, downtown Toronto, alongside Brandon Piller up in Collingwood. And the Sens have done it again. We've talked about some minor signings, but damn, they made a splash. Evgeny Dadanov, a three-year deal, $5 million per. Pierre Dorian, stick taps to you, sir. We'll get Pilsy's take on the signing, what he can bring, where he should start, all that. And Nick Paul, another signing, avoiding arbitration with him. Good to have him back on a two-year deal. We'll tell you what we think of that. And... Abracadabra, Vitaly Abramov makes his Liga debut, and it was a memorable one. All that and more. This is the Locked On Senators podcast, your team every day. Today is Thursday, October 15th, and Pierre Dorian must be saying, who's your daddy to everyone else in the NHL? I am so Fired up about this signing. Ross, how many conversations have we had saying, look, the Sens would love to get these guys, but these guys don't want to come to Ottawa. Uh, Evgeny Dadnov under Taylor Hall was probably my number two guy for uh, wingers in free agency, but we didn't even consider talking about it because the Sens have had such trouble getting these big free agents to come here. And now they signed him to a three-year deal, $5 million on average, $15 million. That is an absolute steal for a guy like Dadanov. He's going to slot in as your immediate top-line right winger. He's close to 30 goals for the last three seasons. He's quietly becoming one of the better goal scorers in the NHL, even though this is his second stint in the NHL. And for him to come to the Ottawa Senators for no assets given up in the trade in picks, prospects, or other players in free agency is a massive move. The consensus is an absolute steal. He's making 3.5 in salary this upcoming season, 5 million next year, and 6.5 in the final year of his deal. You mentioned he's a right winger. He's also a three-time 25 goal scorer. And since he returned to the NHL in 2017-18, he's 11th among all right wingers in scoring between Patrick Laine and Alex Radulov. Pretty decent companies in there. Especially when you consider what those guys get paid, right? I mean, Line is going to get a massive uh, boost in his contract. But that's the thing. Like, Dadanov was always overshadowed in Florida. You got Hoffman. Uh, you got Barkov, Huberdo, Ekblad. Like, there's so many guys there that he quietly just had three amazing seasons. He had 70 points two seasons ago. And the Sens just scooped this guy up for $5 million for the next three years. Like, this is such an incredible signing for the Ottawa Senators, and they're making it known this is no longer a rebuilding team. We're putting guys in positions to succeed, and we're going to be winning games next season. 
All right, let's get ahead of ourselves because what else would we do? Actually, before we do that, let's tell you about Pierre Lebrun's tweet. The Sens might not be done. There's potential for more moves. And we're starting to see a, a team building. And we're going to talk to Craig Button soon here. Uh, obviously, with the signing, we're going to talk to him later on. So this show, all reaction, no need for an interview. We do have a couple really good ones lined up. Next two guests, both Stanley Cup champions. But Dadanov, he is a first-line right winger. Getting ahead of ourselves, who would you like to see him play with on opening night? Well, I mean, there's there's so many questions to ask, but I, ideally, you want to get him with Timmy Stutzla. Like, those are your two most dynamic offensive players. And then who plays on the left side is going to be interesting. Uh, obviously, you want Brady Kachuk on your top uh, line in the left winger, but I don't think he really fits with these guys. So it's going to be really interesting to see who slots in on that left wing side. And whoever does, what a treat for them. That is going to be a point-getting line. It sure will. And you can think Kachuk. You can also think Vitalia Bramov, who we're going to get to, but we got to still focus on Evgeny Dadanov, friend of the show, Lalim's Martian, at Lalim's Martian on Twitter. He's a friend of a friend of Josh Brown. And we're hearing that everybody loves Daddy. Honestly, one of my favorite guys on the Panthers. So you're talking about a guy who's already endeared by his teammates who he had in Florida. And you can bet that that trend continues at the NHL level. He's been a constant member of your fantasy team. For years, Pilsy, you're a huge fan. Who are we thinking? What are we thinking for his projected goals? Is he topping out 30 again this year? Well, Ross, secret's out now. I was able to scoop up Dadanov in fantasy drafts way down the line because people often dismiss him, but I guess that's done with. But I think there's no reason at all to think that he can't get another 25-goal season. I'm even going to bump that up to a 30-goal season because now he's the guy in Ottawa before, like I said, he was slotted down and had a bunch of other players projecting uh, to get more ice time, more power play time, the better opportunities. Now he's the guy in Ottawa. If they're, he's their game breaker. Now, if a game's tied, he's getting the puck in the offensive zone with the, with the clock winding down here. Like it's so exciting to get a guy with this kind of impact to boost this team way past rebuilding. And now offensive prospects don't have as much weight on their shoulders to produce because you've got a solid point producing guy. So you have getting Dadanov, who's a goal scorer, but he's not like Hoffman where it's just his shot. This is a guy who's not afraid to get to the net. Yeah, exactly. And that's why he does well on the power play. Uh, he's not a guy who he needs a center to always set him up. He can make quick plays. He's got an elite shot that can fool a goalie at any given moment. Like, I just, I can't believe that finally, like when's the last time the Ottawa Senators signed a free agent that was actually a steal of a deal and made a lot of sense and the league was envious and saying how good of a job the Sens have done. I can't remember the last time. I love Evgeny Dadanov. He's going to look so good in these new 2D jerseys. Yeah, I'm so thrilled. And he even got, uh, in his first year back in the NHL, obviously he was there in Florida for three years from 2009 to 2012, never really fit in, went back to Russia, dominated. Then when he came back, in his first year back, he even got a couple Selkie votes. So you're not talking about a one-dimensional player either. So thrilled to have uh, Evgeny Dadnov as a part of the team. And I want to touch on that too, because that's a big, that's a big uh, point to make. Like, a lot of us were scratching our heads, what is going on with Pierre Dorian when Anthony Duclair is not given a qualifying offer and he's just going to let him walk when he had a massive bounce back season? Well, that doesn't seem like a problem now. I would way rather 
pay of getting Dadnov five million than Anthony Duclair because you don't get that streaky goal goal scoring. And same same thing goes with Hoffman. I think of the three of those guys at the price point and the term that you got Dadnov for. That's the best option for the Ottawa Senators. I'm just thrilled. I can't even say it any more than that. Second that you're watching this or listening, wherever you are, go type in his name on YouTube and you'll watch the the different ways that he can score. So fired up for Evgeny Dadnov, three-year deal. He slots in as the number one right wing. Still have to get Connor Brown done for this to be a great deal. Don't let this be, oh, we got him. Now we don't need Connor Brown. No, you need both of them. And then that bumps Batherson down to a third line role where he can ease himself in to a full-time NHLer and potentially play with his Belleville lineups, one of which got signed to a two-year deal. Before we get to Nick Paul's new contract, we got to tell you about Rock Auto. It's the family business that's been serving auto parts online and they've been doing it for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now and find everything i'm talking engine control modules brake parts tail lamps motor oil even new carpet and whether it's for your classic or daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks and it's delivered directly to your door kind of like an evgeny dadnov signing unexpected out of the blue but you love everything about it the rockauto.com catalog is unique remarkably easy to navigate Quickly, see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. All we ask is that you put Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box. That way, they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. So we will get to Nick Paul, his contract we could play with to start, but we have to get to Vitaly Abramov, Abracadabramov, and you already follow Sense Prospects on Twitter if you don't get on it. Let's listen in to the call because you already had a goal during the game, and this is for Jukurit to help them get their first win of the season it's Vitaly's first game. He gets a goal during uh, regular play, but then this in overtime. That is in overtime, a penalty shot, Pilsy, and the hands are just as beautiful as we remembered them in Belleville. This, like, uh, Vitaly Abramov is putting the everyone on notice. We talked about Dadanov getting buried uh, by other shining guys in his team. How about Abramov always behind the Norris's, Balsers, Bathersons, Brown, Paul? Like, he's always been a really good offensive player for Belleville, and now he's playing top-line minutes, and he gets two goals, including the game winner on a penalty shot in OT. Like, this guy's electric, and you can see the confidence he has. I don't think for a second he thought he wasn't going to score that penalty shot goal. He knew what he was doing. He fooled the goalie. He pulled that move off, and normally when you pull that move off, you go top shelf. I think that's what the goalie was expecting. Nope, five-hole. What a game for Abramov, and you love seeing your guys succeed overseas if you're the Ottawa Senators. He had two goals today. The team in four games prior to his debut had scored six total. So 
He is a magician on the ice, and I think he would be perfect on that line. Obviously, you want Kachuk to play with the best players, so you think that Stutzla and Dadanov are, are the perfect top line. But if you find a way to spread things out a little bit, maybe keep Kachuk with Colin White, have Connor Brown on the wing there, yep. and then you can roll out a line of Stutzla, Dadanov, and this kid, Vitalia Bramov. That's what I'm thinking, Ross. And like you, you can you can have your worries about Kachuk not being on line one and mixing that all up. But oh, he'll get his ice time. Yeah, yeah, I'm not worried about that. And he'll have his impact no matter what ice time he has. But yeah, Vitalia Bramov, like he has the skill to be a top six guy. I think he just needs some work on his uh, play away from the puck. But offensively, if you can put him with guys like Stutzla and Dadnov, I think he's going to have a lot of success. Oh, man, this is just hockey porn at its finest right now, just planning out. Because now the Bobby Ryan buyout makes a lot of sense. If you're using that savings to improve the position, we thought, and obviously we were pretty clear on our thoughts of the Bobby Ryan buyout, the timing of it, we just felt weird. But when you see what that savings is turning into, this is an absolute home run by Pierre Dorian and Man, this Duchesne trade, if Ab- Abramov continues his pace, is going to look really nice with Lassie Thompson as well. Lassie Thompson and Robbie Yarventi also in Ilvis. They're underway with their season, but unfortunately we can't say the same anymore about the players in the Quebec League because there will be a mandatory at least two-week pause for 12 of the 18 teams. There will still be some games with uh, the East Coast teams because like Halifax, they had fans in their building. It's COVID-19 very well contained on the East Coast, but we started seeing it ravaged through some of those Quebec teams. So tough news out of the queue that uh, there will be a pause in their season. Yeah, well, and this kind of had me scratching my head, Ross, why the queue was so anxious to get, get started. Like, it was clear the second wave was coming. No other CHL leagues were getting started this early. The WHL just announced their start date's not going to be till January 8th. Like, it, it just seemed like a little too much. And what, what was the point of, of jumping the gun here? I mean, obviously, they get all the eyeballs of the CHL. That's probably what they're going for. But now they've got a massive mess on their hands trying to figure out scheduling and, and quarantines and picking things back up. Like, I think they made more of a headache than they did anything else. Yeah, it just seems like the WHL figuring it out. They also hired the Oilers um, head medical officer to oversee that process. And Edmonton, of course, being the bubble host. So there's a lot of already um, experience, I should say, in getting things off the ground. And why not wait until after the World Juniors? It just seemed like it was so anxious to get going. But we're anxious when it comes to our built Bars. And built Go specifically, Pilsy, we saw on Twitter, you got your mixed bag of built Bars. But it's this new product that is blowing the market up right now and it is built go yeah built go is is just incredible like you you saw all the different flavors of built bars they had through my picture they're even expanding to built go and you're maybe asking yourself what is built go well it's a one and a half ounce package they're like almost little pudding packs and they're just packed with goodness you can put it in your briefcase if you want to have a little extra boost at work Put it in your golf bag to help you on the back nine of your 18 holes, or just put it in your pocket to get through any normal day. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's like drinking a monster energy drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. You love hearing that. My pick of the week for flavors, Pillsy's pick of the week, peanut butter, honey. And guys, try this at home. Put it in your oatmeal. It was a really nice extra flavor, and you get that extra boost of protein and everything that comes along with Built Go. 
So how does Built Go work so well, you may be asking? Well, it combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into your system fast and it's easy on the stomach. Built Go kicks in to get you going through the day. It helps you break through that wall. Like 2 p.m., you're like, oh man, I still got a couple hours left at work, but I'm feeling tired. Grab a Built Go. The collagen also promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. Guys, this literally will help you look better, look good, feel good. And the best part, the sweetest part of it all, visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED and you'll get 30% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. So Pilsy, all this talk about the RFAs, the arbitration coming up, Anthony Duclair wasn't qualified. The talk of him asking for so much money while Pierre Lebrun just tweeting out that the Dadanov signing does not close the door from the Senator's perspective of bringing back Anthony Duclair. So that's something to watch for. One thing that's already been done, and we hate to push it this deep because it is big news and it's exciting for a player who is getting his first one-way contract. Nick Paul signed a two-year, $1.35 million average contract. That's the cap hit. He's making $1.2 million in year one, $1.5 in year two. Stick taps to Nick Paul, hey? I think he's got to be one of the most deserving guys of a contract to stay with the Senators because he has been here a long time. How many games with Binghamton? 117 games with Bingo. <laughs> like two full seasons. I've, I've shifted that awful memory of those jerseys and uh, that city out of my mind. The Belleville Senators are the place to go now. But Nick Paul, it's his first one-way deal, like you said. And this is a guy who he really worked on his game a lot. Every single season, he split time between the AHL and the NHL, always being told, look, Nick, we like your game, but you got to work on this. You're behind, you're behind other players. We're going to give them a chance before you. He's done with that now. He's put the work in, and he's earned it. If you listen to any comments from Troy Mann or DJ Smith about Nick Paul, they're very clear that this is a guy they want in their lineup because he's an example for other prospects that you don't just, you're not entitled to a roster spot. You got to work for it. And if you work for it, you'll get rewarded like Nick Paul with this two year deal. Great deal for him. Great deal for the Senators. Really hope he can manage to carve out that third line left wing spot. If it's the fourth line, it's not the worst thing in the world. But I think that that third line right wing spot could really be his because to have that spot, especially on a DJ Smith coach team, you have to be big and relentless on the four check. You have to bring a role of a penalty killer, which he's done a great job at, but you have to be able to contribute offensively. And I look back to one of the games at the start of the year, uh, San Jose in Ottawa, and Nick Paul had two goals and an assist, three-point night, and he had a one goal that was a hard-working goal, and the other one was a beautiful shot off the wing. If he can channel that sort of offensive creativity, at least, or consistency, then, he, then we're looking at a complete steal of a contract by year two. Absolutely. And he already started putting up points, nine goals, 11 assists for 20 points in 56 games last season. Like he's showing if you're giving him the opportunities, he's going to help produce and he's going to be, be a good depth piece for this roster. He dominated in Belleville his final year there with Logan Brown at center with Drake Batherson at right wing. Now that Dadanov's in the fold, assuming something gets done with Connor Brown, is that the line you want to see together and given a real opportunity to bring that chemistry into the NHL. Absolutely, because you're looking at guys like Nick Paul and Logan Brown, 
I feel like if you have, well, and Drake Batherson, obviously, if you have those guys on a fourth line role, they're not going to be able to produce the, the way that they should. They're not developing right. You're sheltering them too much, but get them on a third line role. They're going up against lesser opponents, hopefully on the other, other lines. And they're still getting good minutes with some opportunity to produce offensively. So I think that's a great third line. And it gives guys like Nick Paul and especially Logan Brown the chance to prove that they belong in this spot. And what better way to do it than with the three guys you lit it up with in Belleville. Credit to Pierre Dorian for sticking with Nick Paul through his development. It was not an exponential curve. It had its ups and its downs. And this was a Brian Murray acquisition, and it was very much frowned upon, not at the time, not only at the time, but in the next couple of years after. It's like, man, we gave away Jason Spezza for not that much. Well, credit to Nick Paul, man. Perseverance personified, and I couldn't be more thrilled for Nick Paul. And I'm excited to see what the future holds for him almost as much as I'm excited to see what the future holds for Pierre Dorian. What do you think he has left up his sleeve if these reports from LeBron are true that he's not done, he's still swinging away? I honestly don't know because that, like, for us, that was the last hole in the roster. We, this well, is a re- number one center. Well, Timmy Stutzla hopefully is that guy, is he not? Maybe right away not, but hey, what if he has something up his sleeve where it's like Tierney in a draft pick and he goes out and gets like a real top-end center. That would be interesting. I mean, he's probably going to have to sign Tierney first if he's going to do that. And if he's going to go that route, I would rather he use some of the some of the extra assets he has in prospects. Like I've said a bunch of times, I think Schlappick would be a great trade piece to sweeten the deal. But yeah, I honestly think they could roll this lineup out now the way it is, and it would be a pretty good team, especially considering the last couple of years they've had. So it's going to be really interesting to see what Pierre Dorian has up his sleeve if he's not already done. That's the fluid situation for the Senators and proves that it moves to us being a fluid situation. We had to re-record this entire episode because of that and an interview we thought we'd had today will be in tomorrow. So stay tuned. we got tons of great Sens content. And if that organization keeps giving us things to talk about, Man, your daily home is going to be electric all off-season long until the Sens finally step back on the ice. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators podcast, your team 